Hey everybody, welcome to This Shit Is Hard podcast. I'm so happy that you're here this week. I am happy to be here. I'm feeling good. I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, For anybody that's new, my name is Dominique. I am a certified life coach. Yes, that's right. That's my good news. Um, I haven't really told many friends, so if you're listening to this, you're one of the first people to know. I'm really excited about that, but um, I am the host of This Shit Is Hard podcast. I'm also a mental health advocate. Check us out at at for brown girls with two S's on the end on Instagram and TikTok. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hey, y'all. I wanted to talk about mothers this week because we are approaching Mother's Day. Probably after you hear this, it will be Mother's Day will be passed. But I just wanted to talk about how, you know, some of you may have a background in the church or have heard this before. You know, usually when we're in church around this time of year, they always say, those of you who are not mothers, what are you mothering in your life? That's kind of what I want to talk about today. What are you mothering or what are you nurturing and how are you mothering yourself? I think that a big part of who we are as black women is having a nurturing spirit. You know what I mean? And I could go all the way back to slavery times, but I will spare you. Just know that we have a long history of taking care of any and everybody, no matter the circumstance. So when we talk about mothering people or mothering circumstances, of course we have to talk about our own mothers. Um, I wanted to save some space for all of the listeners because I know that around this time of year, some of us are celebrating and some of us are mourning. So being considerate of others with different experiences is definitely key right now. We want to uplift our sisters that may be dealing with grief or loss or just maybe trying to figure out where they are in their relationship with their mom. I know a lot of women who just might not have a good relationship with their mom or do not know their mom, so they are experiencing grief in a different way, for sure. Grief is so boundless and vast, So just leaving space for those of you who may be experiencing that. Know that the most important thing I think I want you to take from this episode is that a mother figure can be a lot of different people. Um, My personal experience with my mom, me and my mom are like best friends. We've always been close. Um, We are fairly close in age. You know, she had me on the younger spectrum. I won't put her business out there. But... um, we have a very good relationship and we always have. Now we did hit some rough patches when I started getting older and going to college and thinking I was grown. Y'all know how it goes. You know how the oldest daughter goes toe to toe with the mama. The mama is just like, babe, I, you know, she it's, it's literally threats. And I think the beautiful thing about that is just realizing that outside of being your mom, that our moms, aunts, grandmother, whoever stood in that place as a mother for you, they are women first. And when I realized that, that really changed my mindset just about our relationship and just how I related to her as a woman, period. Because before knowing that, you know, she was just mama in my head. 
But when I start thinking about the fact that she had to go through some of the same experiences as I did, and she was still figuring out her place as a woman, even, you know, where she is now. So that really is a good point of view. When you start things like therapy and healing and self-reflection, you really tap into the fact that our moms and dads were literally once just people like us that were trying to figure it out. And them having kids did not change their mindset. You know, of course, it may have made them mature, but think about the fact that they literally didn't have a rule book either. They were kind of going based on the experiences they had with their parents or their family. So that's how we get into the cycle of like generational curses or even amazing things that are passed down through generations. It is just honestly normal for you to base your experience on what you have seen either in a positive way or a negative way. What I mean by that is growing up, you see a certain type of mom or mom figure. From that experience, you decide right then and there either I want my experience for my child to look like this or I want my experience for my child to look totally different. You know what I mean? It's usually one of those things or a mixture of both. So I do have a good relationship with my mother. Um, I'm very grateful for that. And to know me personally know is to know that that's one of my biggest blessings. And I'm always praising God for my parents and my family because no, you cannot choose them, but I was blessed immensely in that area. And I want to bring that up to say, in addition to that, though, I have so many women in my life who have also taken on a mothering hat, whether it had been my mom's close friends, me and my aunt. My aunt is like my sister more so. My grandmother, of course, is active in my life. So I have all of these great figures that also can serve as mothers. Even some of my like bosses and you know how you have like a school mom and stuff like that. Some of my mentors, just amazing, amazing women. I've had the experience of really being surrounded by amazing women in this lifetime. So let me bring it back. One thing I realized is that when we were all children, we had to be raised. So my question is, who raised you and how are you returning the favor now? Back to some of the things they may have mentioned when we were younger, you can be a mother of ideas, a lifestyle, and etc. It all really comes down to what are you fostering? I know a lot of us, some of you have children, so that automatically is going to be a huge responsibility. Some of us are, you know, serving other people or other family members. You know, the thing about black people, they'll take in anybody's kids. So some of us, like myself, aunts, or maybe friend of the family, or maybe a great cousin or a grandmother. You know how growing up there would just be kids in your house and you didn't know where they came from. I love that about black people. I really do. But it can sometimes teach you that being a mother is one of those thankless jobs. And it's like back then, even to this day, were they even asked if they wanted to do that? They had their own kids, I'm sure. But it's just something to think about. When we talk about mothering ideas and lifestyles and just even some of us had to be a mom to ourselves, right? 
where do you get the strength and ideas to do that? Do you just base it on like your experiences? Do you base it on what you learn? Do you research it? Do you base it on people around you? Like if you visit a friend and you see how her mom behaves, like do you take some of that and use it and you like store it up? You know, I think a lot of us, I'm speaking for myself. I don't have any children, but I think that a lot of the times we'll see something or we've experienced something in our lifetime and we put it in our little purse, our little mental purse to be like, uh-uh, I would never do that. You know, and of course we don't know any better, but that's human, right? To experience something and figure out, no, I don't want that. So in the case of us mothering ourselves, it all comes down to us taking in what we see around us, taking in our personal experiences, taking in our families, those who raised us, and kind of filtering out what we don't want. Even then, and still, it's still trial and error. And I feel like as a mother, those of you who are listening, I feel like a lot of your job is trial and error. And I don't want you to be too hard on yourselves. All the moms that I know, they always have like this mom guilt. And again, I don't have any children, so I haven't experienced that really. I've experienced aunt guilt for sure. But the mom guilt, I don't know why y'all have so much. Well, I do know because it's a little human and you want them to be the best human they could be. But it's like, girl, nobody gave you a rule book, though. You're just out here just winging it. You know what I mean? Like, little Uzi, I only been out here three days. You're literally, especially if you're having to do it without a mom. Like, I remember when my aunt had my cousin. And first of all, it was insane to just experience that. Like, if you have somebody you're close to, a sister or aunt or something, and just see them have a baby, it's crazy. When my aunt had my cousin, it was just weird because it's like, why do you have a baby now? So it's just like weird because they go to the hospital with no baby and they come out and they have this baby attached to them for the rest of their lives. It's weird. Beautiful, but weird. My grandma moved in with her for a little while, and I thought that was so cool. Looking back, historically, a lot of even just mammals and animals do this. But it's just beautiful if you have that, if you're blessed with that privilege to have someone come and help you and walk you through it. Because first of all, exhausted, more than likely. Second of all, what am I supposed to do with this living, breathing thing that I've never had before? What am I supposed to do? So I think it's beautiful for those who've had that privilege. When I think of motherhood, I mean, honestly, there is so many different facets of motherhood. I wanted to focus on, during this episode, not only the moms that are exterior, but the mothering of yourself, because again, some of us do not have mothers or have not, have never had mothers or our moms are gone or absent. So in mothering ourselves, if we take on the same type of responsibility as a traditional mother, it can prove to be very difficult. Because on one hand, we want to hold ourselves to a certain standard, but we're also just flying by the seat of our pants. So it's like you have this little voice in the back of your head. I know I do. That's telling me to be my best self, telling me to show up this way, make sure I look this way, make sure I act this way, make sure, you know, I don't make anybody look bad, make sure I'm 
making black women look good, make sure I'm not too loud. It's all of these little pieces that it's like this little voice in my head. And for me, I think of that as me mothering myself. And yeah, it's taken from all the experiences I've had up to this point. I think a lot of it though, if y'all think back, think back to like our childhood and like the moms we've seen on TV. It's a lot different from what they show now, right? But like, you would compare that to your mama, right? You would be like, dang, she is so nice on the other hand. Or you would be like, huh, why does she cook every night if your mom didn't do that? You would just be comparing the situations. I think a lot of us do that now, even if we're just talking about from self to self. A lot of us black women, we hold ourselves next to other black women we know or maybe our mentors, maybe people we see on Instagram, you know, we hold ourselves up next to them and just compare ourselves. And I think that's really unfair because even if we're just talking about mothering, a lot of us don't have the same experiences. So like, how can you, maybe someone who hasn't had guidance or hasn't had the experiences that you felt like you needed at that point or at that age, why would you compare yourself to someone without even knowing their story? You never know. And I'm not saying that either having a physical mother or not gives you a foot up. I'm just saying that it's different. It's different to have that support throughout life. Because some people don't have that mom they can call on. If they... I don't know if a if a pipe burst in their house. Like, you know, you can call dad, you can call mom. I call my mama for everything, babe. And I know she's exhausted and tired of it because she has three children. But me, everything. Mom, guess what happened at work? Mama, why was my cell um, cold? Uh, mama, do you know they got my uh, order wrong at Starbucks? When I tell you I call her for everything, everything. So, in that same vein, I think that all of us need to give ourselves a little bit of grace. That's going to always be my message. But when mothering yourself, understand that you have to have a level of patience and a level of self-reflection that's unheard of, right? Because again, you're doing this thing and you're still young. Like we are still young out here. Those of you who are mothers to actual humans and dog moms, y'all count, literally. But those of you who are mothering real humans, y'all in my mind are literally super women. Because there is no way. When I have my nieces and nephews, I be on the edge for sure. And I'm always thinking, like, even when I had a hard day and I go home and I always tell my partner, I'm like, how do people with kids do this? I'm trying to figure it out. Y'all are literally superheroes. No matter what your background is, because you don't have a choice. You have to get up and get it every day for your children. And that's not taking anything away from those of us who may be childless for personal reasons, for preference, whatever the reason is. 
that's not taking anything away from us. I just think that it's beautiful watching, especially like when you watch women that you've known for a long time, like my friends, my friends that I've known since I was younger or college, watching them develop into mothers is literally so beautiful to watch. And they all good at it. That's the crazy thing. Now, I have seen some that are struggling. But first of all, I give them grace because it's the hardest job that has ever existed. And second of all, it's nobody in my personal circle. I think that a lot of the moms in my personal circle, they express, hey, this is a learning curve for me. I don't know. I didn't know. I had to reach out to this person. I had to reach out to that person. I had to ask my aunt, my mom, um, my church, you know, the head of the church. You know what I'm trying to say? The preacher's wife. I think to be open about that is to be very transparent and not only that, vulnerable and very strong in in that in that area, just to realize you can ask for help, even moms. Because when you think back to like who your mama was, think back. We talk about this all the time. When we think back to our moms and our grandmas, they always appeared as strong. Even if they were not perfect or were not what we felt like they should have been, a lot of the times they were doing their best. They were showing up the best way they could. And they were like unearthly. You know what I mean? Just think back to when you were a little kid and looking at your mom doing all the stuff that she was doing or interchangeably your aunt, your grandma, your stepmama, whoever it was. Just like, honestly, they were doing stuff we couldn't even imagine. And yet we live in a different time. We have different challenges, but at the end of the day, we are all fostering our own lifestyles. And a lot of that is based on the gems that were embedded to us, in us, when we were younger. So we all have those women to thank. And I really hope that if you, if your mother was absent or you did not have the blessing of having a mom for long or whatever your situation was, I really hope that you had or have someone in your life who is like a mother figure. It's nothing like your mom. And I thank my mom all the time for being my mom because you have a choice. You know, there's some moms out there who choose not to be in their children's life. And I look at my mom, I'm just like, I don't see how you do it. I don't, because a lot of these times they end up being the matriarch of the family. You know, everybody calls her for everything. We all, whenever we're having a party, it's like we put it in her lap. Whenever we need to know what's going on with somebody, we call her first. Like all of that responsibility. And it's like once you become a mom, that's it for life. You can never not have responsibility. So I'm just mind blown, y'all. I'm mind blown. And I just want to take this moment to thank all of the moms. Thank you to those women in my life who have mothered me, mentors, even friends, my aunt, grandma, friends of the family. Like, I love y'all. And to those who are mothers listening to this, there are not enough words in the English language to thank you for what you are doing. You're literally life-changing, a life-saver, and a life-bringer. So, that 
is my tidbit about mothering. Let's move on to the next segment. By the way, that was question that need answer. And the question was, how are you mothering yourself? Let's go on to the next segment. Okay, y'all. Um, A second part to our Mother's Day special. I reached out to a lot of my friends and I got some information from them. I said, what is the best advice given to you by your mother or a mother figure? In the last segment, we talked about sometimes mother figures were where you are now, even if they had younger or even if they were younger, excuse me, or had different circumstances. So they're trying to heal from some of the stuff that we're experiencing now, right? And as women or men, if you're listening to this, a lot of the times your mom will give you advice or your mother figure will give you advice and you may or may not follow it. And you'll have to heal from that. You know what I mean? That's your choice. Looking back on it, there's a lot of stuff my mama told me that I could have done and it would have saved me a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of time, a lot of silly stuff. But you have to learn that yourself, right? So even now, they may or may not have the time, energy, or resources to change or do self-reflection, but that's literally why we have stuff like this podcast. That's why we do things like give out the resources we have because it's never too late for you to heal. And even some of this, you know, some of this information, some of this advice is still good advice or still useful, still relevant to these day, to this day. So not going to say any names, but I'm just going to talk about some of the advice that the lady shared with me. So one piece of advice that my friend told me is that her mom said every day is dynamic. She didn't say that every day was amazing or every day was anything else, but every day is dynamic. So you really have to look up the word dynamic to figure out what that means to you. I really love this piece. All advice isn't told to you, but more so by how a person lives or their living legacy. And that kind of hits on my greatest piece of advice. I'll tell y'all later. But I love that because a lot of times we're living based on by what we saw. Not necessarily somebody told you, hey, do this or do that. Whether it be good or bad, a lot of times we're just mimicking what we see. And that, we see that in our children, right? We see that in the young people around us. They just mimic what they see. So that kind of gives you a push to either improve on some of the things you do or even talk to them and say, hey, this is what I did and it was not good. So let me save you some of that. I love this piece of advice. It says the way you start is the way you finish. And I love that. I don't know if my interpretation is the same as you, but it just gives you the hopes that every time you start or every time you do something, you put your all into it because the way you start is the way you finish. The last piece of advice that she shared is six one way, half a dozen another. And what that comes down to, let me say it again, six one way, half a dozen another. 
They both mean the same thing, but what that comes down to is we talk about perception and how perception means something different to everybody. So to you, it might be six. To me, it might be one dozen, and we're both right. I mean, half dozen. Sorry, y'all. And we're both right. So think about that. All right. Another friend of mine shared something, and this is so beautiful. She said, take care of yourself first, then whatever you have left, you can give to somebody else. I thought that was really amazing because even though it's kind of simple, how many of you can really say you do that? Especially if you have children, because I know y'all children come first. But how are you providing them anything as a mother if you don't have anything left? And I think that's bigger than self-care. That taps into mental wellness as a whole and just like, how are you as a person? You know how some days you come home and you're just so tired and you're like, I don't have anything to give anybody. But do moms really have the space to even say that? Probably not. Okay, y'all. Now I'm really giving y'all the tea with this one. This is, I asked my mama what was the best advice she got from her mama, which is my grandmother. So, first of all, I don't even know how to explain my grandmother. You just, if you know, you know. She's very brash, um, very sweet, very much so, especially at this age, tell it how it is. You know, my mama said that the best advice she gave her was that you are beautiful. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. Um, also, keep your legs closed. Those were the two. And I was like, okay, I see the... You know, I see the the range. My mama said, Nanny always has some good things to say. She is still a wealth of goodness. What I really appreciated that my mom shared was that she said she doesn't charge you for the, the information. Meaning, she doesn't strip you of your dignity or your two cups of pride or hurtful tears. Just pure love. Although I didn't get fully get it until later in life. I love that. Right? Man, think back to the women we have in our lives. Like, just looking back on it. They was telling the truth. Right? On a lot of things. And we just didn't realize it then because we're like, no, it's different for me. You're old. You don't know. Like, stuff was different back then. But, girl, a lot of that shit is the same. Let's just keep it 1,000. A lot of it is the same. So I love that. Additionally, I have another friend's advice. All right. She said, and this is the same person who shared, you know, to take care of yourself first and then preserve yourself first and then share with others. She says, everybody isn't your friend. Teach people how to treat you. Think first, talk later. Babe, the think first, talk later, lifetime lesson. I'm still learning that one. Okay? 
everybody isn't your friend. Teach people how to treat you. Think first, talk later. And a lot of my friends' moms, I really love them because they be dropping gems. Well, that's one thing about black women. If you think about it, y'all, they'll never hesitate to share with you. They don't even have to know you. They'll snatch you up off the street and be like, don't do that. Act better. Act like this. Don't do that. They will not even hesitate to hurt you. They'd rather hurt you than you get hurt by the world. Am I right? Am I right? So thank you to all the people who share advice from their moms. I really love that. And I'm grateful that I got to put it in this week's episode because, again, a motherly figure can be anybody. It doesn't have to be your mom. Oh, before we leave, I got to share my mom's advice. Oh, I got to share Drew's advice. Okay. I have two more pieces. My mom's advice, the best advice she's ever given me was given to me and she didn't have to tell me. She just, of course, kind of lived and I learned by example. First of all, a big piece of advice she's always given me is no matter what, you can't, there, okay, let me stop. I got to cut that out. The biggest piece of advice my mom gave to me was, okay, friends, I'm not going to take too much more of your time. Let's talk about the black women who are winning this week. All of the mommies, aunts, grandmothers, friends, anybody who has ever taken time to guide another young black woman or man, anyone who has worked hard, who has doubled back, who has stayed up late, helped with homework, ironed clothes, cooked a meal, gave you a bath, anybody who has stood there and helped another black woman with good intention in their heart, we love you so much. And what you've done, you can never be repaid for that. It's graduation season. So all of my brown skin baddies, the graduates, definitely black women who are winning this week and i've been watching i've been peeping i've been seeing y'all daughters with the prom season graduation season the scholarships it's lit i hope this summer y'all get the chance to like travel and really just live y'all young lives what a beautiful time in your life Whew, girl i wish i was back there but shout out to all of the graduates Shout out to all of my nurses and teachers. Last week was a Nurse Appreciation Week and Teacher Appreciation Week. I can't even start to name the teachers in my life, but I know I've given y'all a shout out before. So I want to talk about the nurses in my life. Brittany, Michelle, Tay, KK, if I forgot you, please blame it on my head and not my heart, okay? But I just wanted to shout out to some of my nurses, Bianca. I saw you, girl, recently getting that certification, that title. Congratulations to y'all. Y'all literally out here saving lives, and I could never. I could never. So we appreciate y'all. And lastly, Hallie Bailey. I've been seeing her everywhere on the socials. Um, the Little Mermaid with our brown girl comes out May 26. Make sure you go support it. Make sure you go see it. Even if you're going to watch it at home digitally, make sure you buy some tickets and support our girl. And lastly, I did want to mention Kid Fury. He is not a black woman, but what him and Crystal do for our community 
definitely needs to be definitely is remarkable and definitely needs to be studied. They're one of the biggest podcasts. They've been doing this for 10 years, but they also make very much so leadway in mental health and wellness for black people. Their whole intention behind their podcast is to help people and to make sure their mental is good and to give them information. Crystal is now studying to be a therapist and that happened just through the longevity of her podcast. She started going to therapy. Anyway, y'all look into the read. But Kid Fury, he was very transparent in his last episode, talking about his struggles with mental health and trigger warning, dealing with some suicide uh, attempts, actually. And I just wanted to shout. I just wanted to shout him out because he does so much for our community. He does so much to uplift black women and he deserves love. He deserves support and he deserves people who are really praying for him. And I hope that he gets better. And I'm glad that he's out there getting the help that he deserves. So if you're a black woman that has been touched by the read, because I know a lot of you who have been, y'all know I'm a super fan too. Go ahead and send some praise up for Kid Fury. All right, y'all for our personal challenge this week, do something nice for someone who has made a difference in your life. Even if that person is you. Take yourself out. Treat yourself. I know we're doing good for our mamas. And yep, mm-hmm. My mama, she don't celebrate Mother's Day. But she literally taps my pockets 364. The other 364, okay? So while you're out here, of course, spoil your mom, your grandma. Spoil all the moms. But take care of yourself and do something nice for someone who has made a difference in your life. All right, y'all, this shit is hard, but it's all temporary. Do something you love. Do not wait. Before we get out of here, I have to tell y'all about our big wellness event that's happening. Um, it is a wellness event put on by For Brown Girls and the Greater Northside Chamber. Yes, a collab event. I am so excited about it. It is going to be May 27th at HTX Art. It is a wellness event called A Day Off. And we are going to be doing so many things, including... Um, breath work, meditation. There's going to be somebody there doing sound bowl, yoga, grounding. Um, we're going to have a therapist there, food. It's going to be so nice. I cannot wait to like really meet and be in community with y'all. It's going to be an amazing experience. If you need more information, please go to at for brown girls with two S's on the end. Don't forget that this episode, this entire podcast is sponsored by For Brown Girls. You can find us on Twitter at, at For Brown Girls with two S on the end and also Instagram. Please check us out, y'all. Come out to my event if you're in Houston. If you're not, send the flyer to somebody who is. Love you. Love yours. See you in two weeks. Bye. for being here i love you i hope that things are going good in your life i hope if you're going through some tough times you know that tough times do not last forever this episode has been sponsored by at for brown girls also check us out at www.forbrowngirls with two s's on the end.com have a good week and before i get out of here i just want to remind you guys that my name is dominique and I am the host of This Shit Is Hard podcast. Thank you.